What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 4K Lowdown and TurnerFan77 present by The Numbers. This is episode 12, where we take some of the newer releases that are out right now on physical, theater, and streaming, give them a review, let you know whether we like them or not. So I'm happy that you guys are with us. My name is David, a.k.a. The 4K Lowdown, and I am your host. My co-host is... Uh, Rich, a.k.a. TurnerFan77. How you doing, brother? Rich, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. Hey, before we get started, I just want to uh, wish um, um, my daughter Malia and Molly, um, I hope you guys feel better. Both of them pretty sick. Um, I want you guys to feel better. Yeah. I hope you guys feel better. I agree. Um, I've been fighting a headache for about two weeks. So oh, damn, it's, um, it's been kind of... It's been kind of nasty. Hasn't gone full blown migraine, but maybe maybe I need it to so I can take my migraine medicine and actually get this thing to go away. But it's just been just sitting there nagging me for the last couple of weeks. But <clears throat> we we are here. The show must go on. Yep. So, like we do every week, brother, we take five movies that are either in the theater right now, coming out to streaming, or newly out to physical. We give them the lowdown treatment. To figure out what we think of them and um so it was an interesting group this time i i can't say i liked everything that we did I that we watched i agree i was agree. yeah i'm I, there was one in particular that was that was a that was a groaner for me um and matter of fact i think i fell asleep about halfway through and ended up having I to go back I know what you're talking about I had to go back and watch it again, and I I was like, and it was boy, the I should. I think I fell asleep in it too. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind, I'm kind of bored. And then I was like, oh man, I missed about half the movie. I'm gonna go watch, go back and watch it again. I was like, boy, with? huh? How about we just start with that one? We can start with that one. Let's just get that um, one. Let's let's get well, like we always do. We try to get the groaner out of the way first, mm -hmm. and um, for but first. Speaking of groaners, we got our favorite guys. Spicy is What's in the up, house. Spicy, thanks so much for joining us, man. And Dell hey, is up, in man? the house. What's up, Dell? Thank you so much for being here. Um, so, so yeah, it was a kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Hey, Spicy, subbed you today. Nice. Awesome. Good job, Dell. Spicy gets another sub. It's bad. It's cool. And he says, all good. Um, so yeah, before we get started though, uh, I wanted to talk to you about Spotify for podcasting because they actually take the audio portion of this, um, of this live stream and put it out on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio and Amazon music for us for free. They sponsor us, they get us out there. And once we get more, more followers on Spotify, They'll set us up with more sponsors and even monetize us to where we can actually make a little money. Um, so if you guys get a chance, definitely check out. It used to be called Anchor. Now it's called Spotify for podcasting. You guys go out there with your live cast. All you have to do is download the audio portion to your computer, upload it to them. They take care of all the rest for you. So um, really cool thing. I like using them. And also, I want to give a, a shout out to StreamYard because StreamYard actually takes our live cast and puts it out on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter 
for free. Well, not for free. I'm paying for it <laughs> because <laughs> if you don't pay, you can go out on one. Yeah. They'll do one for free. But if you pay the membership, they'll let you put it down on three platforms. You can put in video clips and mm-hmm. all kinds of good stuff. Um, like the intro that played earlier yeah. tonight. Um, all right. So now that that's out of the way, yeah, let's get let's get a look at, at what yeah. I feel is the groaner, the the worst movie I saw in this past week, and yeah. that was the visitor. It's so funny you said you fell asleep because I did too. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. I was like, what just happened? Did I miss it? And then I was like, boy, I'm sorry. I went back to it. I felt better about it after sleeping halfway through, um, as opposed to going back and watching it again. And uh. I know it's I know it's Blumhouse. Yeah, I and did it. they did a terrible job. And uh, I've been kind of 50-50 with Blumhouse because we had like there's something wrong with the children, and that yeah. wasn't very good. Um, and then there's another Blumhouse movie that I watched tonight that I actually liked. So I don't know. I'm kind of 50-50 with them. But uh what was it about this one that I was boring? It wasn't boring. your cup of tea? It was it was, it was so very boring. boring. I mean, the story was I liked the premise of the story. I liked that there was this figure. We're not going to spoil it, just throughout history. And I liked that. But how yeah. we got there, and yeah, I don't know. And I yeah, knew the revelation at the end. Yeah, it just, I, that was I liked it. it was, it was kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, what's up, what's Mike? Up, Mike? Glad you're back, bro. Yeah. There are a lot of Blumhouse misses out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I I liked the trailer. Yeah, I did too. I thought, okay, this looks like it's going to be kind of creepy. So basically the, the gist is um, this guy, you know, in England, he marries this girl and moved back to her hometown and the the townspeople are acting really weird around him, yeah. like they're so happy that he's there. And like those girls, and we're almost to a like a stalker creepy vibe mm-hmm. with this. And then he's and running Iron in. Fist too. Yeah, yeah, it's the dude who plays Iron Fist. Yeah. Um, but he goes, but all of a sudden he finds this painting, this old painting, and the painting, the character in the painting looks like him. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like, it kind of starts out like a psychological thriller mm-hmm. and I was digging on that, but it just droned on and on with it the same, got like another half hour out of it. Yeah. They could have, they could have cut that movie in half, I think. And it would have been fine. Um, but yeah, it was an hour and a half of, Oh my God, there's another painting with my face on it. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you know, but you know, I was liking, I was liking some of it, like I said, especially in the beginning, because I was trying to figure out what was going on, what's the deal with the paintings, why do they all look like him, and then, and then I was like, you know what, I'm done, I'm bored, fell asleep, I woke up right at the tail end, watched the end of it, and I was like, maybe I should go back, and watch what I missed, and I went back and I started watching what I missed, and I go. Um, fuck that. I'm done. And I mm. shut it off. I was like, I yeah. it was just not it it just it wasn't good. I didn't care and for I it. For picking it. So this was my pick. I'm sorry. 
That's okay. I, it's okay. I still love you, bro. All right. So yeah, well, and you went, you went eight for the story. So you actually liked the story. I and I, story. and I was literally like at an eight two, only as the story progressed and it was like watching paint dry. Yeah. I started knocking points off. So I actually went down to a six before I fell asleep. And then, and then the ending, eh, eh, eh. I gave the ending a five and we both gave the cinematography a five. We both gave the music a five. Um, I gave the wild card a five and you gave the direction a five. There was just, and when it, when it's like that, when it's five or below for some of the stuff, it's like, nah, it's, I would say, it's not. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. Gonna, I was going to say, this is one, just avoid it. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Don't. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's not. I don't know. It's not worth it. Go to Netflix. I mean, yeah. If you like um, this. this is uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Not Netflix. But um, if you guys have Amazon Prime and you're like desperate for something, you know, or you want to do a drinking game with it, um, then <laughs> then, yeah, go ahead. Um, but yeah, it does. It, it does sound like one to skip. It is one that you're you're not missing anything by not seeing this. It's just. I just, I, I really wanted it to be more than it was. It and wasn't. it wasn't, it ended up being less than, than it was. And the um, acting um, wasn't good. No. And I, I'm not, ex I'm not expecting good acting um, from uh, Finn Jones who plays. Um, he was a bright spot in the movie. He, he was kind of a bright <laughs> spot in the movie where it was, you know, cause he did look genuinely creeped out yeah. on certain points. And that's what I would say. I mean, that's yeah. not, not giving it much either, but yeah. Well, you went six for I went seven for the acting because yeah, I really liked and I liked the wife too. Mm -hmm. I thought I thought she did a good job, even though she didn't have much of a role until the end. But the, yeah, until the end. But then the you know, with the townspeople and stuff, and um yeah. there's a there's a movie that I have. And it's called like Population 397 or something like that. And it reminded me a lot of that. Um, yeah. Where, um, yeah, well, in, in that movie, the population is 397 and it has to stay that way. So if someone dies, they have to bring someone in. And it's because they have a, you know, it's because they're worshiping this demon. And in order to, in order to keep their town flourishing, they can't have any more or less than 397 people in the town. So um, again, that's one to skip to. I blind bought that. <laughs> you buy and all the movies. I do. I buy all the movies. If you've seen my house, all the movies. I, I own all the movies. What you see behind me is um is just a fraction of what I've got. It's not even a fraction. It's not even no, it's it's a fraction like one twentieth of what I have. Um, so here's some more pictures from the movie. And you can tell just by the pictures how boring it is. Because I really couldn't find a whole lot. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I didn't get a budget on it. And again, it was straight to Amazon Prime. IMDb gave this a 4.2. Rotten Tomatoes critic score 19%. Oh. <laughs> with 16 reviews. 23% audience score 
for fewer than 50 ratings. So not many people have reviewed this movie. Yeah. Um, you gave this a 57. I gave it a 54 for a total average score of 55.5. Yeah. Avoid it, guys. Yeah, it is. It is. It is barely a meh. Yeah. To where it's like, you know, there might, I, I would watch the first 20 minutes of it and then just skip it to the end. And that's kind of what I did. I slept, I watched the end, you know, I still didn't like it, but at least I got through it in 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not. yeah. I've seen the, I've seen the pics on Twitter. Your movie room is top tier. Thanks bro. Oh yeah. Cause yeah, Dell and I have been friends on Twitter forever for years, years and years. Um, but yeah, I've just, all it's missing is the blockbuster sign. I need to hit up mega Mike, the movie man. Cause I know he's trying to get him. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so yeah, I, I hit, I hit the 7,000 mark with my collection as of January. So that's pretty good. All right. So first movie down. We got kind of the groaner out of the way. Now, there was another movie that you did not like or you didn't care for, I should say. And I think I know what that is. I actually liked it. So this is an interesting debate um, that I kind of want to get your I want to get your opinion on. Um, and that is with correct me if I'm wrong, but. Oh, you're right. Plan. OK, I thought I was. Because yeah, right. this was your next lowest score. Yeah. I wanted to like this. I really did. I love Gerard Butler. And I thought Luke Cage was a good actor in Luke Cage. Maybe he's yeah. only a good actor in Luke Cage because he's terrible in this. Mike, um, Mike Coulter, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I did like him in the series Evil. Uh, oh, which yeah. Is on he Paramount was in Evil. I did take that back. He yeah. is good in Evil. I did, I did dig him in that. Mm. Is that still um, going on? I know. I think it ended. I I think huh. they did like one more season, maybe two, and then it's done. Okay. Um, <laughs> Spices is this movie. Yeah, um, I, I did not like this movie, and I don't know if Gerard Butler did it for a paycheck. Um, but I didn't like him in this either. Yeah. I don't know. He he felt different. He felt off. Mm. More so, he didn't feel like when he does the Fallen movies. Angel is Fallen. Um, Olympus yeah. is Fallen. He seems tuned in. He seems locked in. He knows what he's supposed to do. But in this one, he just, it didn't feel like Gerard Butler to me in this movie. Hmm. Interesting. I'll say, so there's a, there's another movie with Gerard Butler that came out. Uh, re, I was going to say recently, but within the last six months and it was called last scene alive. Um, and he stars with Jamie Alexander and their husband and wife having marital issues the wife disappears and the cops blame him. They think he did something because they found out about the, you know, infidelity and things like that going on. Um, but, you know, she actually legit got kidnapped by this, you know, this drug group. And, and then he goes, even though he's a real estate agent, he goes and just kicks all their asses and, and, and gets, you know, tries to get her back. And I was just like that, that movie, I did not like, that's one where I was like, he felt really off. I did not like him in the movie. I didn't like the movie. It was like, it was like someone's nephew um, wrote the, 
wrote the script and then I think I asked, you telling me about this. Asked him to do a favor. Yeah. Yeah. I did tell you to avoid it. And um, yeah, cause I've, I've got it on my shelf because I bought it. Um, and I was like, Ooh, Gerard Butler. And then I was like, oh, yeah. man, but, and I don't know if, cause I saw this in the theater. Oh, you did. Yes. And I actually liked it in the theater. I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed. Um, I mean, thankfully it was $5 movie night, so mm-hmm. it didn't really cost anything, but we, you know, cause we went there, we wanted to see something else and I can't remember what it was, but the movie had already started. And I was like, I don't like coming in like, like 10, 15 minutes into the movie. Um, cause that messes, that messes me up. So I was like, Oh, plane hasn't started yet. We'll just go ahead and watch plane. So my wife and I watched plane, we finished it. We came out and we both kind of went, that was all right. I mean, um, I, I go, I like the action in it. They did a little bit of foreshadowing with Gerard Butler to show that he's kind of, he can be aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, and I kind of like that. I did not, I agree. I did not care for Mark Coulter in this, um, who's the Luke Cage he felt guy. very stiff. It's like, he felt very, very stiff. He had no, almost I don't like he had knew. his lines written on his hand. Like, yeah. Or just off camera. Or, or was off camera. So he was like, yeah, I'm going to, feel. um, work with you on, on this. Yeah. <laughs> it was, but I did. Um, so what was this? Dell says dry Butler's strikes me as a guy who only does movies <laughs> for text. I was able to finish this movie, but didn't care for it. Kind of B rated. If you ask me, um, I, I didn't hate B-rated. last scene alive, but didn't really care for the, Blank has fallen movies. See, okay. I, I I like the I like the fallen movies. Um, Me too. And I liked him uh, in Geo. Is it Ge- not Geostorm? Um, yeah, he did Geostorm. Geostorm. Okay, I I liked him in that too. Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't hate him in Geostorm. I didn't really care for Geostorm in general. Um, there there were parts that I liked, but yeah, Ooh, your train's on time today. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> But, but anyway, looking, looking at this movie though, and I, I literally, I, I bought the 4k cause it's out on physical this week, came out yesterday and I bought the 4k, but I haven't seen the 4k yet. So no, uh, I hope the goodness, no, no review on the transfer, but I'm hoping the transfer is good. I think that the side characters, the, the hostages, they all seemed over the top. Did seem believable. Um, even the bad guys in it didn't. I didn't. Buy I like the bad guys in it. They were Filipino, and you know, <laughs> the way they talked and stuff. It was like it was like being at one of my family barbecues. So, <laughs> um, so I I actually kind of dug that. I mean, there were there were a couple guys that were in there that were like brother-in-laws they really looked they they looked and acted exactly <laughs> like brother-in-laws um so um if you so how about when the plane Dislike. is literally going down and the cop guarding the prisoner on the plane loses his phone and gets up out of his seat to retrieve it you know that had to happen bro yeah and then you know you got to call spoiler alert when you do something like that spicy because we're trying not to spoil the movie <laughs> not that you guys are going to see this but say avoid it like i said i I liked it. I didn't love it. It's not great. 
Uh, I is it worth buying? No. If you can, if you can get it free on a streaming service or something like that, then yeah, give it a watch. But I'm not going to recommend you guys buy it. I bought it because I'm a sick bastard, and and there were things that I liked about this movie. So. So that being said, <laughs> um, and I looking at some of the things. So See, he's looking up at his score, his cue cards. <laughs> yeah, like he's reading the teleprompter. You know, okay, I'm supposed to move left and shoot right, and and then you know he's trying to reach out and touch someone, uh, but I don't know. It was like I said, there were things that I like. I liked the co-pilot. I think he was my favorite character in the movie. Yeah. I, I think the, I'm the Asian co-pilot dude. I think he, he was he I think he stole the show. Yeah. Um, not that the acting was good at, at any point, but I think the I think the co-pilot was my favorite character on the movie. I agree with you. Um so yeah. Excuse me, my second favorite part as, of the movie. Yeah. Was with the credit. So so I actually gave this. I gave one ten. Oh, you did to this movie. I did, and that was to the ending because there were I, I really dug, um, and I gosh, I don't want to spoil it, but I might spoil it. <laughs> um, uh, when you know Gerard Butler killed the dude with the plane when he took off. That mm-hmm. was I and hit it with the landing gear as he took off. Yeah. I just, I dug that. That was like my favorite part of the movie. Um, and I do, I did like the gun battles. I did like the fight scenes, but yeah, the, the crew, not the crew, but the, the passengers on the plane were, I was hoping they would get killed. Me too. I was like, like Oh my gosh. I was, I was hoping they would die. Yeah. Um, so now, I know I you gave, you gave the ending a six and I gave mm-hmm. it a 10. So that, I think that's where our biggest difference is um, because, like I said, there were things that I absolutely liked, but most of the scores from both of us are either between five and seven. Yeah. Um, yeah the highest one is seven. I, I don't go over seven. Yeah, no, you don't go over seven. I actually had eight on the cast because I knew more of the people and on the wild card. Because as an action thriller, I thought it was I thought it was decent. It's not something to write home about. I don't I don't recommend you go out and buy it. Absolutely. Um, but if you got it free on a streaming service or whatever, maybe check it out. It's not it's not going to kill you. Um, it might waste an hour and a half of your life, but you know, yeah. hey, I, I've wasted fifty two years of my life. So you know, why don't you <laughs> join me? Um, but yeah, so. IMDb gave this a 6.5. Wow. I mean, that's high for IMDb. Which, I think they'd be lower than that. Okay. Are you ready for this, though? Yeah. Rotten Tomato critic score 77%. You're kidding. With 161 reviews. Audience score 94%. You're looking at with, the wrong thing. David, let's get your eyes no, checked. I think you're looking at the wrong. I'm looking, way. I'm looking right at it, bro. In fact, I'm gonna take a picture of it. There's just no way. 
I'm an, I'm, no, not, I mean, at least not here, but. That's insane. But again, if that is, if, the day, if it is what it says on there, I'm going to take it at face value. This is a prime example of all films subjective. We say this yep. every week. Um, you may hate something and you guys might just love it and vice versa. Vice versa. Yeah. This I mean, is an example of it. Yeah. Here it comes. Ready? Wow. That blows my I'm mind. I'm just telling you. Thousand reviews. Over a thousand, over a thousand plus ratings. And it's 94%. Wow. Again, I'm shocked. But again, yeah. like I just like, said. Like I said, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, you didn't care for it. So, um, oh, and by the way, it made 52 million in the box office. And the budget was probably $25. It I couldn't like get a budget off of it, but I'm pretty sure it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 million. <laughs> um, yeah. This high audience score is about people not wanting to feel dumb and being a part of the conversation. It's a water cooler mentality. All right. But, I will say IMDb also gives it a decent score. So, mm -hmm. and um, that's with 42,000 ratings. Wow. And it's a 6.5. Uh, so, again, I'm glad people like the movie. We're not telling you yeah. not to like the movie if you like it. We just, it didn't yeah. work for me. Yeah. It, it worked for me, but I don't think it's worth buying, even though I bought it. Um, I don't think it's worth buying. I think you can probably catch it free or whatever. But if you're, I think it plays more as a genre specific movie. It's not something that's for generally everybody, yeah. but I like it as a straight up action thriller with no, no brains to it that you can just sit there and watch. Yeah. And so with that, you gave this movie a 60. I gave it a 71 total average score, 65.5. So right there with IMDb. Right there with IMDb. And that's, you know, like I said, and that it was my second lowest score too. Yeah. But I'm, I'm 11 points higher than you were. Yeah. But like I said, most of that is because of the ending. Because I love the ending and you didn't care for it. So, um, like, one of the few times that you and I differ quite a bit is with movies like this. And mainly westerns. Because, <laughs> and then, yeah, if we ever do a musical. I can't which wait. Which I've been. I've been I trying to procrastinate. Wait. I've been trying not to draw letters. You better, you better hope you don't get a W. If I if I get a W, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> You're going to make me watch both of them. Yeah, <laughs> the original and the and the remake. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, you bastard. And I'll be like, nope, I can't get the original. So oh, I'll put it on that. And so yeah, but it's watch. <laughs> um. All right. So so two down, three to go. <laughs> Musicals. Um, oh yeah, like what you like. I have no problem with that at all. Yeah, neither do we. Yep. I if you if you like it, cool. If you don't like it, cool. And uh no. Rich is mine, you can't have him. He didn't like Princess Bride. I just want to say that. I know I took a beating for that, man. You did. You got chastised. I was like, oh bro, I feel so bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just 
yeah. I don't know. It's it's the nature of the beast. I'm I got no, they do not make me happy. I guess I'm not a person <laughs> because musicals musicals give me migraines. See, I hope the new Kiss biopic on Netflix is a musical. I'll be happy with that. Oh my god. I'm dreading the fact that Joker, the new Joker movie might be a musical. I see I think it's uh, probably a musical in like I think it's got musical numbers in it. Yeah, yeah I don't I think, think it's, it's a straight out musical. Yeah, I don't think it's a musical, but I think it's got musical numbers in it. Yeah. I do think the Barbie movie is probably going to be a musical. I have no desire. No. But I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole. The only way I'll watch a Barbie movie is Margot Robbie's naked. Yeah, that's right. Don't Fire this man, Dave. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got we got three more left. Um okay. So let's let's jump into the other Blumhouse movie um, that we looked at, and that was Run, Sweetheart, Run, also on Amazon Prime. I like this, bro. I, I'm glad you did. I, I really like this. Um, I'm actually sorry I gave it the score that I did, but quality-wise, it you know, but I really enjoyed it. It's, yeah. It's it's a thriller. It's um, it's a horror movie. It's it's supernatural. It's also you know psychological. There's like a whole bunch to this that made it really interesting to watch. <laughs> Doesn't a Kiss biopic have to be a musical? Yeah. I don't I don't know. Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't, but yeah, true. You know, and I think it's the same people. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they did the I Want to Dance with Somebody, too. They might as well keep those going because I kind of like I kind of like their frame. I kind of like how Is they're it? doing them. Um, but Rocket Man was definitely a musical. Did you I definitely I see that know. movie about um, Golden Records, or what is it called? Um, it's about Casablanca Records, and they're heavily promoting Kiss in it. Um, oh. I forget what it's oh, called. Yeah. If you guys in the audience know what I'm talking about. Let me know what the name of it is because it looks really good. But Run Sweetheart Run, when this came out, this is a newish movie. It's not brand new. It's been out yeah. since October of last year. Uh, but I wanted Dave to see it because I watched it the first time when it came out and I enjoyed it. I had fun with it and um, I wanted Dave to see it. So yeah, I threw it in there. Yeah, no, this was good. I I really enjoyed it. And this it's actually um it was made in 2020. Oh, was it? I thought it was last year. That's when I watched yeah. it. Well, it might have it might have reached um it might have reached um Amazon Prime last year, but yeah, it was made in 2020. Okay. Um But yeah, the the gist of this movie is um, a woman's boss, and um, and it was Clark Gregg, which is which is interesting from the uh, from MCU, Shield. and uh, Shield, yeah, Agents of Shield, guy who plays Coulson, um, is the boss of this girl who's his secretary, has her go on a date with this with this client because he's double booked for something, and. Everything seems great. She yeah. goes into his house afterwards. It looks like they're getting ready for some yum yum. And all of a sudden she comes out 
mascara's running and like there's screaming and stuff happening. And I then I love that. And then, the and then it, yeah, the you, you have no idea what happened inside. Yeah. And that was really cool. Um, and this is in the trailer, you guys. So, oh, yeah. and um, Michael says it's called Spinning Gold. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Yeah, um, and then the opening credits roll right after that, and you're like, oh man, I love that. Yeah. And uh, and I and I like it when it's in big letters in the screen. It says mm-hmm. "Run." <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but and then basically, you know, she's she's running from this guy. She's trying to run from this guy, and this guy is everywhere. He's Pepe Le Pewter all over the all over town. Yeah. Then you find uh, out why, and you find out why, um, or how. Yeah. Because. Other people know about him. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. It's it's savage. It is. It's brutal. It's it's visceral. And at the same time, it's psychological. As you say all uh, that, and it's fun. And it yeah, and it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope you get a chance to see this, Dell. It's definitely worth a watch. Um, and like I said, it's on Prime Video right now. And yeah, I was, I yeah, I really liked it. I I enjoyed this a lot. I couldn't get a budget on it. Yeah. Um, and it didn't go in the theater at all, so there's no box office numbers or anything like that. Um. So we have okay, so you're you gave a nine to the story. That was your highest score. I gave an eight to the story. We we gave a lot of eights to this for plot. Mm-hmm. The trailer was good for the ending. Um, and then I gave an eight to the story where you were a nine. Then we had sevens in direction music because I like the music in it, it wasn't. It was it was actually kind of cool. Some of it didn't fit, right? Which is which is why I dropped the score down a little bit. But I did like I did like some of the music, and then wild card. I'm I called us a thriller, so we both gave an eight to the mm-hmm. wild card. Um, unfortunately, my lowest was a five because I did not know the guy's name. I recognized him, the the male right. lead, the one that plays the the nasty dude. The only one I knew was Clark Gregg. Yeah, and the rest I recognized. And the rest I was like, okay, by face I recognized. I recognized the the I don't want to say bad guy, but bad guy. Recognized the bad guy, mm-hmm. and I recognized a, a couple other people in the movie. Yeah. Um, definitely, yeah, it's pretty good. Check this one out. Um, again, not a whole lot of pictures, but um, like there was all kinds of stuff happening. So, yeah. you know. Everything's great. They're having a date. It looks like this is going to go that's well. That's a great scene right there at the date, too. Yeah. To where he's world. like, oh, I, I researched you and figured out that you wanted sushi or whatever. And I was like, okay, that's a little stalkery. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was falling for this hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. And then, you know, this is this is a prime example of no means no. Yeah. And, and really like an impossible an impossible fight for her mm-hmm. and I, 
I dug it, bro. It didn't. It I'm didn't go in did, the direction. I, it was. I remember when I seen it. And I was like, oh, this is a great movie. I didn't hear no one talking about it either. Yeah. When it came out, I, I was like, oh, why aren't people talking? Because usually, you know, on Instagram, we all follow the same people. Um, I didn't hardly ever see anybody talking about it. I was like, I don't know if it's because it was a streaming movie. It didn't get a physical release. Um, yeah. But I'm just, yeah, no one talked about it. So I'm glad you got to see it and you liked yeah. it. I did. I did. If there's ever a physical release of Me this, too. I'll get it. Me too. Um, but yeah, you know, well, oddly enough, I know we're both physical media collectors. We love our physical media, our movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But don't sleep on streaming movies because yeah. there are fantastic streaming movies out there. That if you're a snob to streaming, you're missing out on some good content. Yeah. No, it's been and it's been like that the last last couple of years. I mean, there mm-hmm. were some, you know, when Netflix was was pretty much all you had as far as streaming goes. There were there's a lot of groaners on Netflix, but mm-hmm. recently now, you know, Hulu's doing it, Amazon Prime's doing it, all these other places are doing their own. Apple TV Plus, Apple TV Plus is putting out some great movies. And what I like that they do, they don't put out like a hundred movies at once. They're like, no. okay, we're going to got three movies this year coming out. Um, here they are. And one of them yeah. won the best picture. And that was, um, that was Coda. Coda. Oh, yeah. Man, that movie's fantastic. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, but for an Apple TV Plus movie yeah. to win best picture, that's that's awesome. And I think Netflix uh, won best picture with Roma one year. I think it was Roma. I think Roma was, yeah, Roma was best picture. Um or at least it was nominated, but yeah, I think it was yeah, something like that. But you know, you got you know got movies like Glass Onion mm-hmm. and things like that that have come out that I'm like, wow, these are really good. Yeah, just don't sleep on streaming, guys. If you, yeah. um, if you if you get a chance, yeah, if you can watch streaming, I mean, I, I'm a physical guy for sure. Yeah, me too. So, you know, till the cows come home, I will collect physical. Mm-hmm. But. I've seen some really good movies on streaming, especially in the last year that we've, that we've done this show. And, um, you know, especially you and I, bro, when we, when we started working on this together and started doing movies, you're like, Oh, Hey, check this one out. It's on, I have it on my voodoo or check this one out. It's on Hulu or something like that. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, check this one out. So we've been recommending stuff to each other. Yeah. And it's been awesome. It has. You've, um, I, you've opened me up to some things that I would have never watched. Um, and and I've shut you down on something. Well, you got to take the good with the bad, too. The <laughs> yeah, bad you got, well, bad. there's like, yeah, you got to take, you got to take good with the bad. And um, there's a, you know, but, you know, there, there were times where I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to test the waters a little bit with you and see what you like and what you don't like. So, yeah. and that's what we did with the horror movies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I made sure that I was, that I was doing this. Um, oh, and you tested me. <laughs> I did. I tested you and I got, you know, I figured out that, you know, I saw the devil. You were like, love that. Great. Mm-hmm. And then excision, you were like, no. <laughs> did you see us get a new Blu-ray release? Um, uh, for what? For I saw the devil or yeah. for excision? Oh, yeah. I would say for excision. Yeah. We should watch that again, but new, um, <laughs> <laughs> But no, I didn't hear about that. I do know that I'm finally Brotherhood of the Wolf is finally getting a 4K release I did see in that. May. 
So yeah, I've got that pre-ordered. Um, yeah, Dell's lots of movies are not getting physical releases, so streaming is a necessary evil at this point. Yes. See, Dell, I disagree with you right there. I'm not disagreeing with you, but you said necessary. And this, how do you say? How yeah. do you put that back up there. Yeah, he said necessary evil. See, I don't think of it as necessary evil. I think they can go hand in hand. I don't yeah. think I don't. And I don't know if you meant it that way. And I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Just the way he worded it, I, I don't agree because. Yeah, I don't know. I I, just, I don't think it needs to be like. Demon- I, yeah, I guess yeah. We don't we don't need to demonize it. We don't need to, you know, exercise the TV or anything. But, um, I I agree with. I understand what Dell's trying to where Dell's yeah, trying I to do. go with it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because you know a lot of movies, but on the other side of the coin, so many more movies are coming out now because mm-hmm. of streaming services. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to, you know, back, back when you and I were kids, you know, dinosaurs were roaming the earth and we'd get to see maybe, you know, you know, we didn't have blockbuster yet or anything like that. So we got to see maybe six movies a year. And then it took, yeah. you know, when VHS finally started coming out, it took years for us to get a and movie on physical. Too. Yeah. And to get it affordable. Yeah. yeah. Um, so to have it like this now, mm-hmm. I mean, we've watched, the, I was quite we've watched so many movies. That started off as, as a streaming movie that was nominated for an Oscar and won an Oscar. Which and one? Now, it was Netflix original. I say Netflix original, but it was released overseas first. Um, yeah. Now everybody's clamoring for it to be on um, 4K. Now, if they just would have been released straight to 4K, not on streaming, where a lot of people have seen it, do you think it would have got as much, got as popular as it did? I say no. I say Netflix and the streaming services put these, elevate these movies. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, there there are some, like like Glass Onion, for example, if it just went straight to physical and they went, oh, it's from the guy who did Knives Out, I'd get that. Um, yeah, but there's name recognition there. There's brand. There's name recognition there. But if you're like turning out turning out something original, would they would they see it if it was just put on a physical release? And that was the other thing. So many movies just went straight to physical, and those turned out to be pretty crappy. Mm-hmm. Um, and with some exceptions, there were some there were some diamonds in the rough that I remember. But now that we've got all these streaming services they're actually putting out some quality stuff i just i hope one day that at least the ones that i want i can get on physical yes even if that means hey ordering it from the company and saying you know hey can you put this on physical for me and send it to me and they would you know do that as opposed to you know oh you know, we're not going to make it on physical because it'll cost too much money and we have to make a thousand or so copies. Once it, I, I think it will come to a point where it'll be cheap enough to make 4K movies or something like that to where you can order them and they'll make them to order. Yeah. I, I'd like to see that. I mean, didn't Warner Brothers do something like that at one point? Um, was it Warner Archive? Where they just looked like they printed them on, um, printed them, they put them on. Looks like burnt DVD, DVDs and Blu-rays. I thought it was mm. called Wonder Archive. I might be wrong, but that's I can't can't remember. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I know that some of them are like, oh, no, it's going to cost you more money because you do it individually instead of mass producing a whole Mm -hmm. bunch. But, you know, still, if there's something like, hey, you know what? I would really like if you've got, you know, like Paramount can go, hey, do you want, um, what is that I just got? Was Dragon Slayer from Paramount. And if they're like, oh, if you want to order parent, if you want to order Dragon Slayer, we didn't we didn't produce like a whole bunch. But if you want a 4K of that, we'll just do that and send it to you and charge you like 20 bucks. And, and then I'd be like, OK, some movies like that, I would I would totally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dell says evil is was certainly too strong of a word. I'm not demonizing you, Dell. It was just yeah. I would just the way the way because I, mean, I wasn't pointing just at you, but a lot of people poo-poo on streaming you know like oh i'm not going to stream or because it's not true 4k it's not true hd but the movie yeah to watch yeah mike thinks universal did something like that Uh, and we got steve what's up steve Steve? Um, good night thank you for joining us but anyway we digressed so we dig we digress so we're talking about run sweetheart run Oh yeah, I forgot what movie we're talking about. <laughs> we, I had I had to go back. It's like, oh yeah, it's this one. Run, sweetheart, run. Yeah. Um, on Amazon Prime right now. So IMDb gave this a five point four. Um, Rotten Tomatoes critic score sixty three percent, with forty nine reviews, forty six percent audience score. Like I said, I got no budget or anything like that for it. Um, you gave this a 76. I gave it a 72 for a total average score of 74. I, again, this movie is fun. Um, yeah. The lead in this, she was really good. Um, yeah, I, I liked her. I liked her in this. She get physical. I like how like when she was had to run, when she had to run, um, yeah, I dug it. She was, I would like to see her in more things. Yeah, I, I liked it when he had to run. That was <laughs> that, that, that cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still kind of going, okay, I, I don't want to say who was that guy. I'm going to say, what was that guy? What was he? Yeah, I don't know. Because it doesn't, a- that was one question that didn't get answered. And that yeah. was one thing that I didn't like about the ending. Is not knowing exactly. who that guy was. Yeah. Um, but still, we He's gave the end, we the ending an eight. Yeah. It was like, I like, like, there's a plate where he goes to that one house, and there's a certain person standing there on the door, and the next thing you know, his head's gone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. And it was just, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just, Again, I was like, you know, because I was thinking vampire was not a vampire, something totally different. Yeah, yeah, it was just really, it was really interesting. And they only, they only like hint at it, some stuff. It was all but, a dialogue too with that one lady. Yeah. Uh, but but God, again, yep. this is a win, I think. Um, yeah, I think this was a win too. And we got Evan. What's Evan, up? what's up, brother? Um. Yeah. So we got two more left. We got one more that recently came out to physical. Um, and that is a man called Otto. I love this. Um, 
with Tom Hanks. I I really enjoyed this. I, I didn't think I didn't think I was. I didn't think I was gonna like it. Oh, I'm sorry. But, um, I haven't liked Tom Hanks's last few roles, the last few years. Um, but I think he redeemed himself with this movie. This movie had me chuckling. It had me crying. Oh, I love this movie. This is my favorite movie out of the bunch. Yeah, I'll agree with that. This is my favorite movie out of the bunch, too. Yeah. And this movie reminds you just how good Tom Hanks is. How how good he can be. Yes. Because <laughs> I, well, I was like, you really need to redeem yourself after Pinocchio. Yeah. Um, that was a definite uh, check. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was, that was so bad. Yeah. So, um, so a man called Otto, this is something I was able to get some information about had, it was, had a budget of $50 million. Made a hundred and eight point nine million in the box office, so just a little over double. Um, so not too shabby. Yeah, I didn't get a video sales thing yet, but yeah, I I bought the Blu-ray of this and yeah, and watched it, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, um I don't want to watch a Man Called Auto. Loved the book and hated the original movie. I okay. didn't know this was a book or original movie. It wasn't. Yeah, it's um, it's a foreign film. The original movie is a foreign movie, if I remember correctly. Um, and I, I've not, I've not read the book or watched the original movie, but I, I really like this. And my favorite character, I like the, I like the woman, the pregnant woman. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I liked her in this and how she kind of, she kind of brought him out of his shell. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Um. I, all I know is that Malia, my daughter, who I do a couple mm-hmm. shows with on my YouTube channel, she went with her mom and her mom's boyfriend to see this. And I said, oh, did you guys like it? And Malia said, all three of them left the, the theater crying. She's like, Dad, you have to see this movie. You will absolutely love it. And he goes, and she yeah. goes, you're a crybaby dad, so you'll definitely be crying. Yeah. I, I cried, too. I got to admit. Um, and it was, it was so funny because I watched... I watched women talking and cried. Mm-hmm. And then I watched this and I cried. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, fuck that. And put John Wick in. <laughs> like, I need a palate cleanser. I need something. I yeah. need action and something blown up. And um, I, I like the struggle that he goes through of what he wants to do. Um, yeah, I, I agree I with mean, that. I mean, it's not pretty. It's not. Um, no, they're. It's, yeah, it's depressing, you know. It, it is, and you know, because he basically gets kind of forced into retirement for his job, mm-hmm. so he's retired. His his wife is gone, and I love so, that, that story. Yeah, yeah, I I did. I I really like that. I liked how they did the flashbacks. I thought it was mm-hmm. really well done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Evan loved women talking. Oh, we did too. That was fantastic. We really liked it. Um, I I cry I cry when the dog dies in the beginning. <laughs> that makes me mad. Um, 
Yeah, I skipped that scene and then watch the just watch the gunfights. Um, but I, yeah, I I dug this. I I enjoyed it. I love the relationship. This will with my show. All of them. I, I with yeah. you know, and with him and the cat, and him and the girl, and him and the husband. Because like I, I like his, his fine, wife, but you're an idiot. Or his wife's former student. I liked that too. Yeah, I like that too. I mean, especially at first, he was just like, "Get off my lawn," mm-hmm. you know. Is that what? You, and then he got to ask questions and got to know him, mm-hmm. boy, and then started helping him. So, I just I I like there's one thing where you know when they f- first meet the pregnant woman and him, she's like, "Are you always this unfriendly?" <laughs> and he goes, "I'm not unfriendly." <laughs> she goes, "Yeah, you are. You're pretty unfriendly." <laughs> <laughs> She was fantastic. He's just a crotchety old fart that was, you know, he's kind of set in his ways. And, but yeah, I, I just this relationship blossoms. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially and, with, the, with that couple's kids, too. I liked that. And then you got yeah. to see why. And I was like, oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And you got to see the person he could have been. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. And you don't, it's, um, gosh, it's, it's so funny because, and I wanted to throw a couple pictures up. So her, you know, her daughters draw a picture of him with the family as part of the family. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, there's the cat that he was, he wanted to get rid of this cat, but he ended up keeping it. And it's just, I don't know. I I think it's an adorable movie. It is. Tom Hanks does an amazing job here. Um, you know, maybe I'll maybe if I saw the original movie, I or if I read the book, I might be more disappointed. But I wasn't because I didn't. Um, this was fresh for me, and I I enjoyed it a lot. So now, you actually you gave this one ten, and that was for the acting. Um, to which I gave it an eight. Um, I I do think Tom Hanks was a ten, and I liked the woman. I didn't care for the husband's acting, although he was kind of funny. And then it was Mike Birbiglia who was the real estate guy. I didn't like him in the movie at all, but I guess I'm not I liked supposed to. The, the boy, his former teacher, his yeah. former wife. I liked, and I liked his wife. Um, she wasn't in it. Um, much but well, yeah I yeah i liked i liked what i saw the younger version of yeah. the wife when they do the flashbacks mm-hmm. and like, i like the younger tom hanks too yeah i i i, I kind of enjoyed that and then they it, it kind of looked the same so i yeah. i thought they did a good job with the casting i also liked the I, i'm just going to call him the friend but there was a rivalry mm-hmm. with the neighbor yeah. and then you know but it shows how they were in the beginning they were like two peas in a pod. Um, and just, you know, simple stuff like one's a Ford guy and the other guy's a Chevy guy. And they're kind of giving <laughs> each other crap about it. And it just, things like that, I, I just enjoy. Cause that's that, you know, that kind of speaks to home for me. Cause my dad's a Ford guy and anybody who has a Chevy, he kind of turns their nose up at him. Um, you know, and then I show up with a Hyundai. <laughs> and he's like, He's like, oh, that's cute. I want to put that in my cereal box. Um, but it's stuff like that. But it was, it, 
really enjoyable. This I, I recommend that. This I don't the, out of all these movies, the five movies that we watch, this is the one. And maybe uh, Run Baby Run is the, my top two. Not maybe. This is my top two. Of the I got it. It's it's definitely it's not our highest score, but definitely most enjoyable. This would be one and Run one Run Sweetheart Run would be number two for me too. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um. So. IMDb gave this a 7.4, 49,000 reviews. I think this is the highest rated on IMDb of the ones that we got too. Um, not on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes critics score 69% with 200 reviews, 97% audience score, 5,000 plus ratings. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's solid. I believe that um, more than I do yeah. for complain. I'm <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I don't have to give you proof of that one. So you gave this a 75. I gave it a 77 for a total average score of 76. Yeah, I'm very happy with that score. Yeah. Uh, this was definitely go see this movie, guys. We're in it, buy it. I don't care how you see it. Yeah, this Just, is this is definitely worth a watch. Mm -hmm. Um, if you guys catch it on streaming, great. If you guys find it on for sale on Blu-ray, grab it. Yeah. Um, whatever, but yeah, to grab it. yeah, yeah. I, I, I bought it right off the bat because I, 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 I don't do think that. you should watch it in front of kids. Um, even though my, my yeah, 11 year old daughter, um, watched it, she's way more mature than no, she's 12. Also, I said she's 11. I did it again, damn it. I always get her age wrong. Um, there's some very mature stuff. I, I won't tell her you did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I wouldn't, it's kind of billed as a family movie, but I don't think it technically a family movie. Um, because it just has some yeah. very um difficult situations where <laughs> <laughs> for one, Turner rated his favorite movie correctly, mark the date. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you don't want to answer questions to your children, you know, what's yeah. he doing? Um, yeah, there I would, is, I yeah, there is it. subject. There is subject matter in here that is very touchy. Mm -hmm. um, that may not be something you want to explain. I, yeah. I completely agree with that. And it tells you right off. The, it tells you on the back of the thing why it's mm -hmm. PG-13. And just, you know, pay attention to that. Yeah. Because there is subject matter that I do not recommend for younger children. Yeah. Because we both got kids. And, and I'm glad my daughter is older than if immature enough to handle stuff like that and but if like say joe blow's daughter we said hey watch this movie he watches it with the daughter watch it with his, with his seven-year-old and he's like daddy what is um okay mm -hmm. we're gonna yeah we're gonna yeah it's not a family film yeah it's not i, I want to iterate but there are there are funny parts to it there are Touching parts. sad parts to it yeah there there are inspirational parts to it they just and and you go through the whole spectrum of emotion, but yeah, there are, there is a tough subject that's discussed in here. And more than um, just one scene too. It's yeah. And he, yeah, it's more, yeah, it's more than just one scene. It happens a, a few times during the movie. Um, and he's, he's trying to deal with this on his own. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting. Yeah, it's, but yeah. with that said, it's a fantastic film. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's good. But yeah, I haven't seen the foreign film. Um, 
or read the book, so I don't know for sure if that if this is better or not. It's probably not as good as the original movie. Right. Usually, the American versions are not as good. Um, but yeah, I I think this is worth a watch for sure. Yeah. All right, we got one more movie. Um, in the theaters now mm-hmm. is Shazam: Fury of the Gods, and we went and saw this. And I got there were parts that I liked. Me too. There were parts that I didn't like. Me too. And um, those parts I fell asleep. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't fall asleep. I generally don't fall asleep in the theater. But um, there were parts where I was like, you know what? I could probably go to the restroom right now, and I wouldn't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I usually try not to go anywhere while the movie's going on. Um. Yeah, Evan says, I thought the original movie missed the heart of the story. Okay, well, I, I do think the heart of the story is here yeah. in this version. So it, it might be worth a watch, Evan. Yeah, just um, don't, don't pay a whole lot for it. If you can rent yeah. it digitally or go to you can rent it or if you can, if you can see it on see it free somewhere, then, you know, great. You know, it pops on to HBO or something. Um, anyway. All right, so Shazam. <sighs> you said it right there. Your reaction right there says it all. It, yeah, I. Is it me, I, or was he a fucking idiot? It just he well, annoyed me. I think. I, I don't know. All the all the kids annoyed me. I think just about everybody annoyed me in this movie. Um, and I, I know that he's supposed to be a kid. So Billy, Billy Badson's just about to turn 18. He's still a juvenile. No, no, he was actually pretty decent in the first one, Mm -hmm. but he seemed more, more juvenile. Okay. And this is going to sound bad. And I don't want to say something bad. Correct me if I'm wrong. I may be way off base here, but some of this felt like Thor, Love and Thunder at times. It felt juvenile. Um, over it the did feel juvenile, and and this is uh, no, I, I agree with you, bro. And I I gotta I gotta put this to to the script. And in my opinion, I I, I don't think this script was very good. Um, because if you've got you got a cast like this, yeah, but. Because we're both at a 10 for the cast. And I mean, you got some of my favorite actors on the planet in Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu. Um, Cooper Andrews from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Brody. Zachary Levi. Megan Good. I, I mean, I like these actors, but none of them worked in this movie for me. Yeah. I haven't seen Shazam 2 yet. I've heard others complain that the character yeah, seemed... Yeah, he did. He seemed to have devolved yeah. into a four-year-old brat or something. I don't know what the heck's going on, but... Uh, to, to me, the saving grace of this movie is the three sisters. Um, they were my favorite. Well, I'd actually, in particular, the youngest one. Yeah. And that's what I... She's... The reason 
I give this the higher scores. Her and Helen Marion and um, Lucy. Yeah. I mean, I I love Lucy Liu. She's she's my favorite actress on the planet. But I there were parts that she didn't seem like she was doing a very good job in in this movie to me. So so I actually I actually gave the acting and the and the story a six here and the script of five because See, I went eight with the script and I don't yeah, know yeah, I, went eight with the script. I don't know I, if I did the right and wrong number because I don't think I meant to put eight I meant to put a six um, but we'll just go with it because yeah and I was like I was like really because I'm I'm blaming the script for this with the cast like this to have the acting this bad and the story this bad, mm-hmm. there had to be a problem with the script. Because you remember at the end of the first one when they're fighting in the amusement park, they didn't seem stupid, and they just got their powers. Yeah, okay, they seemed like they were okay. They were doing what was the correct thing, but you flash forward to this one, and you're like, why are they being ignorant? You right. know, yeah. Well, and they, they're kind of hinting like they're like he, like Billy's trying to keep them together and they're kind of trying to do their own things. Um, yeah, but the, the whole thing on the bridge was disjointed. It didn't make any sense. I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. I did like the last battle. I will say that. Yeah, I did too. I liked the last battle. I did too. I liked how it was foreshadowed in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, same Turner, you, you get right with the last one, but mess this one up. I did, man. I don't know why. I didn't mean to put eight. I don't know why I did that. Um, yeah, no, I just, I put a five. This is my my I least know. favorite script. Um, I did give tens to three spots, and that was cast, cinematography, and wild card. And you gave tens to the cast and the wild card, which makes sense. Um, I went, you went eight for the cinematography. I add visual effects into that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe we change that category to just say visuals. Um, but I liked I liked the CGI on it. And in particular, I wanted to show the dragon. That's the best because, part. Uh, I like I said, this this last battle with the dragon and all that. So good. Yeah. Um, and then you got this. Yeah. And I, I, I was just like understand it. I don't it doesn't. I don't know. It didn't, it didn't make sense to me. I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't care for any of the kids. I didn't even care for Digimon in the movie. I, I am a huge Digimon Hansu fan. I did not like him as the wizard. I didn't like what he was saying. And it just, it just all spoke script to me. Like the script was written in crayon or something. I don't know what happened. That was my least favorite part of this movie is the script, the way it was written. I didn't care for it. The dialogue was juvenile, and this, yeah, this does remind me of Thor: Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I, I just don't. But, I'm a big Zachary Levi fan. I love him. Yeah, me too. I, I, I loved him as Shazam in the first one. I, I just don't get it. I don't. I wanted to take my son to see Shazam, but decided yeah. to wait for HBO Max based yeah. on everyone's reviews. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Take him to go see John Wick Four. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> I I had you know I have the unlimited pass so I can see any movie for free so I'm seeing as many movies as I can yeah um but I I don't need to see this movie ever again 
Yeah, I did. I did. I have to say, I like this. I like this better than Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, you're right. I take that. You're absolutely. This was a better film for Love and Thunder, but that doesn't take much. That's not. That's not saying much, though. Yeah. Um, I did take oh. him to see John Wick Four. Really, right? Well, it was great. Um, so yeah, I'll probably see John Wick Four again this weekend. But my wife took my kids to see it, and they really enjoyed it. So you see Shazam. But again, and if that's it, nice, great, well, yeah, I think I think younger kids might mm-hmm. might be okay with this. I just did the you know the level the level of dialogue wasn't there for me, and it just it just kind of bugged me. Bugged me all the way through. My age, going back to my age, man, I, I just don't find it funny. Yeah. Um, like if I see that Guardians of the Galaxy three trailer one more fucking time, I am not gonna go see this movie. I'll make Malia go with her mom. I like. I ain't. <laughs> I do not want to see that Guardians of the Galaxy three trailer one more time. Oh uh, no! I'll I'll still do it. I'll still I'll still see it. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's my age. My tastes are changing. Um, I don't know. I just didn't find the humor in this funny at all. But again, film is subjective. Yeah, all films are subjective. So, and I know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. I was just gonna get into the the numbers on this. So, um, had a budget of 125 million, but has only made 103 million in the box office. So I don't think I don't think it's going to make enough money. I think it's going to tank. Um. How much did you say it made? That has to be opening weekend. Because I thought it made three hundred. No, that's that not so far. Worldwide box office hundred and three million. Let me see if it's. I've got two spots that I can check. So I just, I see nope. Gross gross world worldwide, hundred and three million. I mean, what's the date? That's what I mean. Is that? Um, let's see. That's as of that's not telling me. But usually it's only like a couple days old. Oh, okay. Cumulative box office numbers. So yeah, this is as of as of March twenty eighth, so yesterday. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And I, I, I seen somewhere there's a bickering between Zachary Levi and The Rock. Um, they're trying to blame The Rock for. And I'm not a Rock fan. Wrestling, I well, I'm over The Rock. Yeah. Well, they they wanted Black Adam to be in an end credit scene. And the of Shazam, and he refused. So there's some. There's some there's some shit going on there, but that, um, I doubt that three second cameo is going to make up for a shitty movie. No, yeah. um, I don't know. But I don't know. It kind of it worked for Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> just just want to point that out. You know, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, um, because of that end credit scene with Dom. Yeah, they were able to you know saying, "Oh, I knew Han. We were family." That's how this franchise exploded. So maybe I don't know. And I gotta say, the the mid credit scene in Black Adam with Henry Cavill, 
I, love I was I was balls out for that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. That gave me a that, ball, man. I was I would have been like, yeah, I had a major chub going on. Uh-huh. Um and and then he get and then Henry Cavill is no longer gonna be Superman. I was like, oh mm-hmm. that would have been so good. I would have loved to see that fight. Me too. But hey, we got Superman lives coming, James Gunn. You're becoming a grumpy old man, Turner. Uh, you might be right. You might absolutely might be right. Uh, okay, Guardians of the Galaxy ruined cinema. <laughs> um, now everything hinges on music and shitty one-liners. Yeah, and it's all his fault. It's all Guardians of the Galaxy's fault. Rock is an asshole. He tried to make a power play for DC Warner Control. Uh, he single-handedly ruined the Fast franchise. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about single-handedly. Uh, but I know he's out of the fast franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're calling him. They're calling him the franchise killer. I think. I think that Shia LaBeouf is my <laughs> is my pick for franchise killer. But um, but yeah, it is what it is. Okay, so I did. I did the numbers. We talked about our scores. So IMDb gave this a six point six. 24,000 reviews. Rotten Tomatoes critic score 51%. Audience score 87%. 2,500 reviews. Um, you gave this a 78, which probably a 76 now if you want to do a six for the script. But you, you have it as a 78. I gave it a 76. Total average score 77. So it does get our highest score. But again, we... we, we but it's not hard. our favorite movie. Yeah. Because yeah. what movie we watched was it last week or two weeks ago that I didn't like, but I gave it an honest score. I don't remember what it was. Um, I ended up scoring really well. Because um, I mean, the categories we did under... Um, it all came out. I don't remember what the movie was. We watched so many movies. I know that I know Strays we didn't like. You know, Strays is terrible for sure. Um, I don't know. That was a couple weeks ago. But anyway, um, try to score spoiler them. alert, all that. But anyway, um, yeah. So as far as scores go, Shazam gets the highest score, but. Your favorite and mine is a man called Otto, and it really only it's only one point lower. Yeah. Um and I I, I would probably I would put this I would put this third. I would put this third. So it would be Man Called Otto, Run Sweetheart Run, then Shazam, then Plane, then uh, Visitor. Way down at the bottom is Visitor. Mm-hmm. Um you don't need to visit this one. Yeah, uh, avoid avoid the visitor. But yeah, I, that's it for me. Yeah. What do you, I, think? What do you what, think, bro? I, I, look, I agree with your list. 100%. Next week, we have some potentially great movies to be talking about. Yeah. Uh, we have. So, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about The Boston Strangler mm-hmm. on Hulu with Kira Knightley. Um, and I totally Luther Fallen Son. What's that? I totally forgot about her. I hadn't seen her in a long time. Yeah. No, it was like I, I saw it. 
I saw it on Hulu. They were advertising it, and I was like, "Oh, hey, how about this?" And yeah, it was like, oh, cool. See it. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do this one. Um, and then yeah, Luther Fallen Son, which is on Netflix, mm-hmm. and this is based on the character of the series that Idris Elba does. So he stars in this movie, and um, Unseen, which is on Vudu. It is a Bloom uh, a Bloom House movie it's a blumhouse one so we don't know we're gonna have to roll the dice on that one mm-hmm. um and then tetris which is on apple tv plus that's um taron edgerton stars in that yep. and finally we're going to look at john wick four which is in the theater right now and that's going to be next week's show Man, i'm excited to talk about these this upcoming five movies yep i've only got um spoiler i've only got one more to watch um, and that's Tetris, and I'm really looking forward to that. I've got four more to watch. <laughs> so, um, I've only watched John Wick four, so I've got yeah. I've got four more to see. Um, but yeah, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna watch Boston Strangler tonight and see yeah. see what all the hype is about that. Um, what else have we got coming up, bro? Uh, tomorrow at eight Central Time, uh, I have an episode. We have an episode. I say we because it's both our show. Um, with Comic Talk episode seven, I believe, um, or six, seven, I forget the episode. Anyway, we're gonna have Mel from My Killer Podcast on, and um, a lot of people know her as the big movie lady. Um, she's the, yeah, the, awesome the B movie horror, horror girl, she's yeah. the final girl, is that what she calls herself? The final girl, yeah, B movie final girl, yeah. Um, but she also loves comic books, and I want to pick her brain about comic books. So she's going to be on Comic Talk tomorrow night at 8 Central. So if you guys like comic books, um, you like My Killer Podcast, come join us over on my channel at TurnerFan77 at 8 Central and join us. Yep. It's going to be cool. And then, yeah, so then we have, and of course I have Spirits with Spirits on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about haunted locations in Florida. That's going to be a lot of fun. Let me tell you about Sunday. <laughs> So I had you, I was watching the show, yeah, and I was in bed. Um, so I had to get up and work early on Monday. Um, I fell asleep watching, and I thought I was dreaming because I woke up and I heard you guys like talking. I was like, "What the hell?" Then I, I didn't realize my phone like kind of slid into my pillow. And I was like, <laughs> "Fucking Dave's voice! What is going on?" Because you know you're that sleep when you're not quite awake, but you're not. Yeah. So yeah, it was weird. It was weird. What's weird is my, you know, our ovulus keeps saying your name whenever you come on. Did it do it again? Yeah. That's creepy. It does it it almost every week, bro. If you're on there, it, you know, it's funny because there, there was one time where it said your name and then literally like two minutes later, you were on. And you said, hey guys, what's up? And we're like, dude, Turner fan just came on. It said Rich like two minutes ago. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. yeah, my yeah, obvious calls you out, bro. When you mm-hmm. when you come on, that's interesting. But yeah, so uh, and I'm interested to find out because you know with our our TV deal on Scare Network TV, I'm interested to know because this is the first quarter, so we we're supposed to get our numbers and see how many how many views we get, how many hours of watching our podcast gets on their network. So I'm anxious to see what those numbers are. It was good. Um, so yeah. You Scare Network TV. Yeah. Go subscribe and watch Spirits of Spirits. It's five bucks a month to subscribe. Or what is it? Um, 
yearly 20 bucks 25 bucks it's it's cool. 40 bucks for Four the year bucks. so you save 20 bucks because yeah. otherwise if you pay if you pay 4.99 a month it's 60 bucks for the year but yeah. or you can pay 40 bucks and get a whole year um and all their content so not only the spirits of spirits podcast but all the classic horror thrillers mm. true crime, yeah. documentaries a whole bunch of material and they're always adding stuff so uh it's definitely worth checking out if you guys are not members it's on uh roku amazon fire and apple where you can get the app and or you can just go on scarenetwork.tv on your computer pay for the membership you can watch anything you want from there you gotta do it yeah so it's pretty awesome um yeah next week we got by the numbers coming up also in april you guys look for our our sesame street or our apple our alphabet soup top 10 this in april we're going to be doing our favorite movies beginning with the letter v mm-hmm. um and i got an interesting comment um from uh from somebody on youtube about our our decade series that we were doing i, I just seen that the today yeah. i didn't know who that was i didn't um yeah, yeah. He he, he, it's a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. it was an interesting. Little, I was like, "Oh man, interesting I, idea of you know doing movies by studio." Oh, I and, didn't see. And that. maybe was it yeah. the BBQ sauce? Okay, yeah. I didn't see that one. Yeah. No. What What did he say? Or what did they say? I shouldn't say he. Um, yeah, um, as they suggested that we do like a like a top twenty or top ten list by studio for like top ten Paramount movies. Oh, that would be fun between this period, you know, because we were talking about after we're done with Alphabet Soup, what are we going to do? And we talked about maybe doing directors or actors or something like that, but maybe studios. Maybe like we that. maybe we do like a studio top ten or something like that, and um see how that works i like that idea put that on the, I'm, put I'm, the notes. I'm, yeah that's definitely food for thought so yeah i thanked him for that it was great um thanks dell appreciate it brother um thanks, yeah i i will not be joining rich and mel i'm i might show up for the chat um if i can but um it's it's just going to be the two of them and then also coming up Coming up in April will be our talk on, um, oh, Court of Owls. Court of Owls. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do Court of Owls, the Batman saga, um, and we're gonna have Alex and uh, Harrison, really old movies. Harrison. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have really Alex and Harris, Alex from Geeks and Flicks, and Harrison from Really Old Movies, yeah. and the four of us are gonna talk about Court of Owls. I'm looking forward to that. And then, um, maybe we'll have them score it too. Oh yeah, they have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think let me check my date. What date did I say? April April thirteenth. Um, Alex will be joining. Um, because again, he's a physical media guy. You see, you know, uh, Geeks and Flicks channel. Alex yeah. loves movies. He loves his statues. But again, he loves comic books too. Loves so, comic books too. Interview him about his love of comic books. On April thirteenth, on my channel, Turn the Fan seventy seven. Yep. Of Comic Talk. Yep. 
And then, yeah, and then April 20th is going to be our top, our top 10 Bees. with the letter B. And then the 27th is going to be our Court of Owls. So three, three weeks, man. You're stuck with that. So three weeks in a row, we're going to do some, we're going to do some good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, Michael loves the Court of Owls is getting so much love right now. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm interested. I'm, I'm normally not a Batman fan. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to reading it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to your yeah. thought. Cause so far, yeah. man, we are, uh, when you've, when you've read something you haven't read before, you've ended up liking it. Um, yeah. So I'm, I, I, I love comic books. So yeah, you haven't, you haven't steered me wrong yet, brother. So huh. I, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. It, you know, yeah, it'll be fun. I think the, with the exception of that rocking and Groot thing, mm-hmm. I, I've liked everything we've read. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my fault. I didn't think, I didn't know it was on the end of Annihilators. I just, yeah. um, I was like, what the heck is this? And it was, oh, it was awful. Yeah. I um, uh, just played through the Gotham Knights video game. It's pretty decent. It centers around the court. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's get out of here, brother. Yeah. Guys, thank you for watching. Have a great night. Appreciate it, everybody. Take care. And as soon as I can find the outro, we will see you next week. See you guys. Bye, everybody.